When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Ken. Thanks for checking out the show tonight. Major League Baseball this evening. Blue Jays and Rays now in a 1-1 high. Going to the seventh, second half of a doubleheader. Tampa Bay won earlier today 4-2. Elk's going to be in Saskatchewan on Friday. Trey Ford will be on the active roster. Taylor Cornelius will start at quarterback. Not sure how much Ford will play, if at all, in that game. Oilers rookies going to the Young Stars tournament in Penticton. They'll have their uh, medicals and physicals tomorrow. They'll do some interviews, so I'll have some tape for you tomorrow night. They play the uh, Jets Friday, Flames Saturday, and the Canucks on Monday. So that is the story there. We are going to go to the CertainTeed hotline. CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. I am pleased to welcome back to the program one of my all-time favorite guests. Heck, one of my all-time favorite Canadians. It is Gord Wilson from the Ottawa Senators broadcast booth. Don't laugh, Gord. You had to go along with it. Okay, good. Yes, you're one of my favorite Canadians as well. No, you know what? Let's take it to another level. Of all the humans on the planet, you're one of my favorites. (laughs) Yes, that's true. If you think about there being whatever, like uh, 8 billion or something, humans, (laughs) even if if I'm in your top 1,000, that's pretty elite. Right right up there. Absolutely. (laughs) How are you, Reed? Thanks for having me tonight. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, we're around 8 billion on Earth now. I think it's 7.97 people, uh, 7.97 billion. We're really educated. How was your summer, buddy? What do you do in the summer? You play golf? Do Do you bike? Do you watch football, baseball? I don't know. Oh, well, I don't bike. I can tell you that, right? That caught me off guard. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, all of the above, with the exception of biking, I have had a fantastic summer. We've had wonderful weather here uh, in the nation's capital. I happen to have a cottage about an hour away from my home, so it's been, uh, I got lots of heavy. This is the, uh, this is one of the joys of covering a team that doesn't make the playoffs. You get time off, and a lot of it, uh, starting, what, April 13th or whatever it was when the season ended and um, I got lots of heavy lifting done up at the lake um, then and I kicked back for the rest of the summer so it uh, worked out nicely but uh, again you know when uh, Dave called me this afternoon to say would you join us I was more than happy because it's the sign of when things are starting to turn and uh, getting geared up for hockey you guys just ran a promo for uh, the Young Guns uh, tournament coming up this weekend for you guys and uh, you're at the rink tomorrow for uh, some interviews 
uh, doing prospects and medicals. Uh, ours is on Thursday. So I'm anxious to get to the rink, talk to the uh, the rookies. Uh, they go for, uh, they have a tournament uh, here in Ottawa. They have a tournament in Buffalo, actually, uh, involving the Sabres, Leafs, and Canadians. So it, uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun for sure. Uh, I just want to put the bow on one part of the conversation. You, you said you're not into biking. I had my buddy Jay Onright on a few days ago, and he spent part of his summer in, in B.C. And yeah. I said, do you, do you swim? Do you hike? He goes, I don't hike. It's just walking with a slight elevation change. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like Jay. <laughs> right? Okay, a, good stuff. That's a good yeah, way to look at sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're going absolutely. hiking. No, you're not. You're just walking, gradually walking uphill. Why do we call uphill. that hiking? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, just climb a mountain like if it. you want to do something else. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm glad you enjoyed your summer. And you're right. It's, uh, it's ramping up. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously we're going to have a lot of Oilers storylines. This, To me, this is an interesting summer. It uh, was an interesting summer for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, out of the playoffs and and trying to to build up again. I mean, uh, Giroux is there now. Debrinkat is there now. A goalie we know well. Uh, Cam Talbot is there now. But, what, but let's start with the more uh, the most recent news, the, like the big contract for Tim Stutzla. Pretty significant. Uh, huge significance, obviously, for this hockey club. Largest contract in the history of this franchise at $66.8 million awarded to this 20-year-old hockey player who has two years of NHL hockey under his belt. He's still got one year left on his entry level before the eight-year 66 Schmill kick in. Um, we're calling it here in Ottawa the summer of Pierre because Pierre Dorian has worked his magic. And I think things started um, at the exit meetings, uh, Reed, when Pierre Dorian and the coach DJ Smith met with members of the Senators, their leadership group of Thomas Shabbat, Brady Kachuk in particular, and those players expressed more of an interest in um, not making a first overall, a first round pick this year. And Ottawa had the seventh overall pick, but rather if there was a trade possibility, trade it for somebody who's going to help the team win. And when the leaders spoke up and said, look, we're tired of missing the playoffs. We need to get better players to give us a better opportunity to compete for a playoff spot. Well, Pierre and DJ took that to heart. And obviously on trade deadline or, or on draft day, pardon me, um, that seventh overall pick went to Chicago for Alex Debrinket, who was regarded certainly here in Ottawa as one of the top possibilities of a player under contract being traded. I think everybody was shocked when the rumors came out that the Chicago Blackhawks were shopping around Alex Debrinkat. So when the Senators actually did land him on draft day, it sent signals uh, to not just the Senator players uh, on the roster, but it also sent, I, I think, I think I'm going somewhere with this now because I'm thinking, you know what, other players around the league took notice and uh, certainly the fans here in the nation's capital did. The next thing you know, they've um, signed Claude Giroux, and then they get it, they acquire Cam Talbot, and um, things start to snowball. And there's been such a buzz in this city that I can tell you uh, opening night on October 18th or somewhere around there against the Boston Bruins, home opening night, pardon me, it's a sellout, and it hasn't been a sellout here in Ottawa for a number of years. 
Uh, how much discussed, and, and maybe there isn't, maybe the, the story is he, he's an awesome player, uh, you know, maybe he's going to score 50 this year, but but is there discussion about Debrink, because I believe Debrink, has a, 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 his contract is up after this season, so how much of their discussion is that, I guess he's still an RFA, so there's some team control there, but is that sort of a, a, the lurking monster in the closet, that it is the final year of his deal? Yep, and perfect way to put it because yes, he's um, he's making nine million. His cap hit is somewhere just slightly north of six million, but um, to qualify him, you have to qualify him at about uh, ten, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So there's definitely a hope that he'll find a a niche and a liking to the nation's capital the Ottawa Senators and an opportunity to play with some pretty cool guys and one of them being the aforementioned Tim Stutzla the other being Claude Giroux DJ Smith has already indicated that that will form one of Ottawa's lines whether it's one or one a remains to be seen but there's a great opportunity here for uh, all three players Claude to continue on what he had uh, I think would be termed as a fairly successful regular season last year. Tim Stutzla finished with 35 points in the final 35 games last season. So uh, he was a point a game player and his second half got better as he became more acclimatized to playing center. And now all of a sudden you throw on the left flank a 40 goal scorer in Alex to um, it, it, It's enticing. And I think enticing for not just everybody who's ready to pay some money to watch them play, but the players who are getting paid. I know everybody's been in camp for a couple of weeks or been in Ottawa for a couple of weeks now and been skating together. And it certainly is an indication that these guys really, really want to get going and are excited about the opportunity to play with each other. One of the things, and I think I probably noted it once when I was on with you last year, Reed, this this group is, is different. It feels different. And I've covered the team for... 30 years now um, this is a group that feels like the the team that went to the Stanley Cup finals in 07 just in terms of its um, dynamics its vibe in the locker room its chemistry um, the teammates really like each other and they like hanging with each other and obviously we know how important that is Um, but when you combine all of that with talent and drive it could bode well for the hockey clubs yeah, well, and, see, and that's why Dave and I were like, we're going to talk to Gord, because I think Ottawa is is interesting to me. Like, I'm thinking, don't just write off the Senators and think, oh, another kind of mundane season where they're not quite good enough. And the last two years for them are, are interesting, because the all-Canadian year, I remember going into that, the end of that season, and the consensus was... Ottawa's last like I think even you said it before the season or maybe it was AJ it was like the Senators are last well they weren't last and by the way if they didn't have to play the Oilers they might have flirted with a playoff spot but as, they, as, yeah 0-9 I think that year yeah, was not 5-9 against 0-9 against and I mean last year 33-42-7 not good enough so, so let me ask you this like is it realistically like, could they flip that if they go 42-33-7? That might not get you in. Like, you're probably going to get to the midnight. Can, can, like, can they find 44-45 wins? You think, think they can improve by, you know, a couple wins a month, basically? 
Um, they certainly need to improve through the first two months of the season. And last year in November, they won one game, and that sunk them. And uh, I know I've used this expression with you in the past, but you cannot win a Stanley Cup in October and November, but you can lose the chance to play for it if you have two lousy first months. And the Senators are very cognizant of that. And they just can't lose or rather win one game and one game only in one of the first two months of the season. It'll take them right out of it and it'll take the fans right out of it as well there is a real belief that and there is knowledge that they have to start better and start quickly uh, I can tell you that I, I think everybody uh, is excited about the opportunity to see the goaltending tandem that they have now and Anton Forsberg who carried the lion's share or had the lion's share of work uh, in the second half of the season last year and proved that he's an NHL goaltender at a regular everyday NHL goaltender and he's been somebody who's bounced around on waivers an awful lot uh, been in Europe and not quite sure you know where he was going to fit in well he signs a three-year contract and then the acquisition of an all-star in Cam Talbot uh, I, I gotta be very honest with you Reed um, and I'm not just saying this because he's an ex-oiler his signing to me intrigues me the most of, of all the guys here because you can't win without the goaltending, and if you can, if you can get two that can win you games, you've got a better opportunity. So, with that in mind, this team was, I think, 33, 32, 33 points out of a playoff spot last year. They got a long way to go. There's no question, and I don't think, with all due respect, I don't think it's just a matter of, you know, flipping the script or flipping the statistics and saying, well, what if they go 42, 33, and set? I mean, they got to do a little bit more. Uh, it's a tough division and they've got to do a little bit more. And they're going to need some help, obviously. They have to do it themselves, but they're going to need maybe the Boston Bruins to drop. Maybe they're going to need uh, uh, Toronto or Tampa or Florida uh, and, and, and to drop a little bit and hope that Buffalo and Detroit don't pick up the pace, which we anticipate they're going to. So it's going to be real tough. they got a long way to go. I think the main goal as it stands right now is to be competitive in March and compete, make every game meaningful and compete for a playoff spot or at least be in the hunt, be in the race for a playoff spot. And um, then you go from there, basically. Well, and you mentioned the goal thing. Like they traded Matt Murray. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, not a great tenure with the, the Senators and some injuries along the way, too. Like, is that just a, a change of scenery, or do you really think, like, he's just not going to get get back to where he was when he was a Penguin early in his career? Yeah, very good question. Obviously, in the waning years of his Penguin career, his play dropped off, which made him expendable in Pittsburgh. The Senators grab him, and like every team in the NHL, you get a chance to pick up a 26-year-old goaltender who's got two Stanley Cup rings under his belt. You think he's going to be our savior. He's going to be the answer. Well, unfortunately for Matt, injuries, sickness, you name it, COVID, it, they all added up to taking the big toll out of the success that the Senators had hoped they would get from Matt Murray. He was, uh, you know, I, you, you hate to say this about a player. He became unreliable. You just didn't know. He missed, I mean, his first year, he had a cold, and he missed the first three games of the season in his first year with a team after signing a $25 million contract and 
it's a cold that keeps them off the ice. So it was unfortunate. And uh, listen, a wonderful individual. Wish him all the best in Toronto. I, I can tell you the most fans here in Ottawa don't and uh, are probably <laughs> glad to see him go. Yeah, that's another, I mean, a rare trade, right, between those two teams. Though, yep. I don't know if this is so much a trade or a, here here's a player we don't want. Uh, <laughs> but it, Pretty much. Yeah, okay. Well, Gord, I wish we had more time because I always love having you on the show, but I, I know we'll talk uh, throughout the year if there's sense storylines and obviously when the Oilers play. Uh, it's funny, Ottawa always wins in Edmonton except the the all Canadian division. They couldn't beat them. Other than that, they love coming to Rogers place. Just that one year was a, was a wipeout for them. So we'll see how it goes this season. Thanks a lot for checking in. Uh, enjoy covering all the prospects this weekend. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Next time I'm on, just whisper in my ear, you're gassing on. I have another question for you. No, I appreciate it, Reed, and we look forward to our next chat. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. Right on. Uh, Gord Wilson with Senators Hockey, TSN 1200. They will be an interesting team to watch. Uh, like you were saying, can they improve by, you know, 25, 30 points, make the playoffs? Not sure. Can they uh, hang around and be a nuisance in a team that's in the race uh, come March? Yeah, maybe. I mean, Giroux is still uh, an excellent point producer. He's he, he's 34. I mean, it's not like he's uh, 44. And clearly, Debrinkad is a sniper. And we, we know what Cam Dalbert can do. He did it here in Edmonton. He's had good stints with other teams. So uh, maybe they'll have a little better goaltending than they got from Matt Murray. All right. We got to call a quick timeout. We still have Mike Johnson, former Expos pitcher, coming up to uh, touch on some baseball storylines. You're welcome to get in touch. 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Another storyline to watch that could be significant for the Oilers is Jake Vertanen, the former Vancouver Canuck. You may remember he was placed on leave, later bought out by the Canucks. There were uh, sexual assault allegations against Vertanen. He was eventually found not guilty of one count of sexual assault in uh, July of uh, this year. Bob Stoffer on Oilers Now about the possibility of the uh, Oilers signing Vertanen to a professional tryout. There was a belief at one time there was probably five teams uh, that were, uh, you know, I thought Washington was the team that was inquiring. We know uh, there was a report by Rick Dollywall out of Victoria that uh, the Oilers were in on uh, Jake Vertanen, and uh, I believe that Calgary is another team, and that's where Vertanen, as you know, played with the Calgary Hitmen. So uh, it could be a, a battle of Alberta situation. I know that there's some, uh, you know, some people that, you know, are don't want Jake Vertanen in the mix here and there's others that uh, think that Jake Vertanen at a $750,000 price point uh, you know would be on a, on a PTO coming in to earn a contract might be worth the investment so it'll be something to watch for um, I don't know if it's going to be Edmonton it could be Calgary but I'm his representative is Kevin Epp and I do believe there's a possibility that it could be one of the two Alberta teams